Hello and welcome to the Triathlete Beat Podcast, where we aim to inspire and inform everyone about the wonderful sport of triathlon. You are now tuned in to episode number six of the Triathlete Beat Podcast. I am your host and fellow triathlete, Jeremy Rojas, a.k.a. Jeremy Try. Welcome back to another episode of Triathlon Quick Tips. These are episodes in which I give a few quick pieces of advice on anything and everything related to triathlon. And today's quick tip is on buying a new running shoe. This episode is not only for triathletes, but for everyone out there who wants to really step up their running game and take the sport a little bit more seriously. For those of you who've already gone through the process of buying new running shoes, the tips that I'm going to give in this episode could be a refresher for you. Sure, you can go to the local shoe store and try on a few pairs of running shoes, and the one that fits best is the one that you're going to use for the next 300-500 miles. But I do not recommend this route when buying new running shoes. What I do recommend is that you go to your local running store and ask help from the professionals who work there. Most of the time, they'll ask you what kind of running shoe you're looking for, and if you really don't have an idea of what kind of running shoe is best for you, they'll even sometimes put you on a treadmill and watch you run. They'll actually film you from the back and see the way that your foot strikes onto the treadmill and kind of analyze your gait and figure out the best shoe for you. Now, if that all sounded kind of daunting to you and tedious, like, why? Why do I have to go through all this work just to buy a running shoe? And it's going to be weird if they're going to be looking at my feet and the way I run, it might feel awkward. Don't worry. That's completely normal. It's an unusual thing to do to go buy a running shoe in this manner if you've never done it before. But hopefully, at the end of this episode, you'll be more confident and more well-equipped with knowledge about how you run and about the shoes out there, such that you can go into your local running store tomorrow and buy the best running shoe that truly is the best fit for you. So first, I'm going to go over a few points in which you should already know before heading to the running store. Then I'm going to give you a few things in which you can expect while you're actually inside the running store and ready to buy that shoe. So the first thing to keep in mind when buying a new running shoe is something that only you yourself can answer. What is the purpose of you buying the running shoe? Are you training to run a 5k, a 10k, a half marathon, a marathon, an ultra race? Is it for style? Do you casually jog or walk around the block? Is this shoe for trail running or road running or both? Do you run a lot? Do you run a little bit? Just figuring out why and for what purpose you'll be using the shoe is really the first step. So it's actually recommended to buy new running shoes at the end of the day, say after work or after school. And this is because we use our feet so much during the day that they swell. And this is completely normal. It's just when we wake up in the morning, our feet are a bit larger or more swelled up than if we compare them to towards the end of the day. So you want to try a shoe on when your foot is actually, you know, kind of swelled up to get that best fit. Whereas if you went shoe shopping in the morning, like first thing when you get out of bed, that might not be the best representation of how your foot will be while you're running miles and miles. So another thing to keep in mind when buying a new running shoe is that the size of your current shoe is not necessarily going to be the size of the new shoe you're going to get. So let's say you have a size 9 in Nikes. That doesn't mean that the Brooks shoes that you're going to buy is going to be a size 9 as well. 
even within brands, even within the models within brands, the sizes won't always be consistent. A perfect example of this is I had the Saucony Kinivara 5s in a 10.5. I ordered the Saucony Kinivara 8s when I wanted to upgrade in 10.5 as well, but the Saucony Kinivara 8s ran a bit bigger than the Saucony Kinivara 5s. So there I was with the same branded shoe, the same model, just one of the models was more recent than the other, and there was a big difference in the size. So I was just stuck with a shoe that was not optimal for my foot. Of course, before going into the store, know your price range. Know how much you'd be willing to spend on your running shoe so that you don't spend too much or too little and you get a shoe that's just right for you and your budget. Another thing that may be useful before going to the running store is to plan to bring your old running shoe with you or wear your old running shoes with you to the running store. I personally haven't done this before, but the advantage of this is that the professionals there can look at your running shoe and see where the wear and tear occurred on the soles of the shoe and get a good idea of your gait and your foot strike based off what they see and the patterns that they see on the bottom of your shoe. Alright, so I'm going to get a little technical here, but please just bear with me. I'm going to go over two key concepts. The first is called pronation, which is more related to the way you walk, and the second is called foot strike, which is more related to the way you run. Most likely, the person helping you buy your new running shoe will be trying to learn what your pronation is and what your foot strike is in order to determine the best shoe for you. Pronation is basically the natural motion of your foot going into a step and coming out of a step. So some people, when they go into a step, they roll on the outer edge of the foot, and other people, when they go into a step or come out of a step, they roll on the inner part of the foot. And also you have those people with neutral pronation in which they neither roll too much on the outside of the foot nor too much on the inside of the foot, but for the most part go in and out of the step on the middle of their foot. Wow, I just said foot like 20 times. If that did not make sense, please I encourage you to check out the show notes. I'll put a link for a video of exactly what I'm trying to explain regarding pronation and foot strike. So there are a few different ways to see how your foot pronates. One of them is just to put a camera on the floor against the wall and step right in front of the camera such that your heels face the camera and then walk away from the camera and you can get a good idea and see whether your foot is rolling on the outside or the inside. So understanding your pronation is definitely a key part in determining the best running shoe for you because depending on the way your foot rolls in and out of your step, they have different running shoes that can compensate for the way that you pronate. So the second thing that the running professional will most likely be on the lookout for is your running foot strike. Foot strike is basically the order in which the parts of your foot come in contact with the ground while you run. There's heel striking, midfoot striking, and forefoot striking. Heel striking is just pretty much the way that we walk. When you run and you heel strike, your heel hits the ground first, followed by the midfoot of your foot, followed by your forefoot. Midfoot striking is where your foot lands neither on the heel nor on the forefoot, but on the midfoot part of your foot. And forefoot striking is where the forefoot, almost the area behind your toes, comes in contact with the ground first, followed by your midfoot and heel. Alright, so I just said foot like 20 times also. Once again, if it's not really making much sense or it's hard to visualize, I'm going to be putting a link in the show notes to a video that'll show exactly what I'm trying to say and it'll make total sense right when you see the video. 
And just like with the pronation, you can easily see which type of foot strike you have by just filming yourself from the side and seeing the way that your foot hits the ground. The best way to see your pronation and foot strike is to do these examples while barefoot. It's good to know these two things before you go into the running store because one, if they don't have a treadmill or if they don't have a way to analyze your gait, you'll already know what your foot strike is and you'll already know the way your foot pronates. Secondly, if they do have a treadmill and they do want to analyze your gait, they can just reconfirm that your foot strike is indeed this and that your pronation is indeed that for just, you know, a second opinion. Alright, so given all the information that I've explained so far in this podcast, you're feeling pretty confident and ready to hit that running store and get that running shoe. So let's say you get to the running store, you get in contact with one of the employees there, and they begin to help you and try to determine which running shoe is best for you. Maybe they'll ask you what kind of shoe you're looking for, maybe they'll ask you to hop on the treadmill and try to determine your foot strike or pronation. Once they have a good idea about you and how you're going to be using the running shoe, they're going to come back and give you a few pairs of shoes to try on. So just a few general fitting guidelines when first putting on that new shoe. Make sure the heel is snug. It shouldn't be moving from left to right. So make sure that it's nice and snug at the back of the shoe. Also, there should be about a thumbnail's length of space between your longest toe and the top of the shoe. And similarly, make sure that your pinky toe isn't being squished at the edges of the shoes. Tie the shoes up just the way you would as if you were about to go for a run. And there you have it. You're ready to give these shoes a test ride, or should I say, a test run. If there's a treadmill inside of the store, go for a quick run on the treadmill. If there's an indoor track like Fit to Run, Fit to Run stores have an indoor track in there, run around that track. Or if they let you and there's no indoor track or treadmill, go outside. Go outside and run, you know, like a quarter mile or jog around the store. And don't be hesitant to ask about the trial periods on these running shoes. Sometimes running in the store or around the store on the day that you buy the shoe, that really isn't the best representation of how the shoe will actually feel after you use it for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and most running stores are cognizant of this so they'll actually allow you to take the running shoe and have it for a trial period if you maybe wish to return the shoe after you feel that it's not really working out for you. So after you've tested out a few shoes hopefully you'll have found the running pair for you. And of course, the running pro or the employee at the running store will be there for you in case you want to bounce off ideas on which shoe you should get. Just a quick disclaimer, I'm not a running pro. I've never worked at a running store. So all of the tips and advice that I'm giving you in this episode are based off my own experiences when I've gone to running stores and bought running shoes at those running stores. And a bunch of this knowledge also comes from when I do my own research and buying my own running shoes. There are tons of different brands of shoes out there. There are neutral shoes, there are motion control shoes, there are stability shoes, there are barefoot shoes. I'm not going to tell you which one to pick because it all really depends on you. So make sure to have a good conversation with the folks at your local running store. Or better yet, if you have a doctor or say like a physical therapist, get in contact with them and really learn about your body, the way your body works, and really the biomechanics of your foot strike and your gait and your pronation to really determine the best running shoe for you. So to recap some of the main points of this episode, before going into buying a new running shoe, make sure you know the purpose in which you're going to be using your new running shoe in order to dictate whether it's going to be a road shoe or a trail shoe or just a casual running shoe. 
Be ready to discuss things like pronation and foot strike, and you can easily see what your pronation and what your foot strike is just by filming yourself walking or running. When you're trying on the shoe in the store, make sure your heel is snug, make sure there's a little bit of space, maybe a thumbnail of space between your longest toe and the shoe, and also make sure your pinky toe is not squished at the edge. Once you have the shoe on in the store, run around the store, run around maybe outside if you have the chance, just to get a really good feeling of how the shoe actually performs. So I've only just scratched the surface of the topic of running shoes, but I do hope that this episode was of value to you. I hope that the next time you buy running shoes, you'll be more confident and you'll be more well informed thanks to the information provided in this episode. The show notes will have all of the tips and all of the pieces of advice that I mentioned in this episode, so don't forget to check those out. And if you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, please rate, comment, write a review, subscribe, and share it with your family and friends. It would really, really help the podcast out. As always, if there's anything you want me to talk about on the podcast in particular, hop onto Twitter and send me a tweet or go to the show notes webpage and leave a comment there. My Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube handles are all Jeremy underscore try. And of course, my website is jeremytry.com, which is where you can find more about me, see the show notes, and the rest of my social media links. All right, so question of the day. I want to hear from you. Yes, you, my audience. Thank you so much for listening, by the way. I want to know, what is your current running shoe, and why did you pick that shoe? Let me know your answer to this question. Tweet me at Jeremy underscore try. Instagram DM me at Jeremy underscore try. Leave a comment answering this question on the show notes webpage. And that's all I have for today. Thank you so, so, so much for taking a seat with the triathlete beat. Now let's get training. Training.